Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We had been discussing chapter 13, Kshetra, Kshetra Vibhagi Yoga. Yoga of the field and its knower. And so far we have discussed that both the field and its knower, both the Purusha and the Prakriti are beginningless. Both are two different aspects of Ishvara, the Creator. And because Iswara is beginningless, his manifestations as the Purusha and Prakriti are also beginningless. So we cannot trace back and say this is where Prakriti started or this is where Purusha started. It's a beginningless entities which we are discussing here. We have discussed that this manifest world is the Prakriti and the one who knows this manifest world is the Purusha. So it's the micro level in myself. This body is the manifest expression and therefore it is Prakriti. That also includes my mind and intellect. So the body, mind and intellect are the expressions of the Prakriti and one who knows this, I the knower of my body, of my mind, of my intellect is the Purusha, the conditioned self, conditioned consciousness, my consciousness which is conditioned by this body, mind and intellect because of its identification. The great Paramatma once ordered the Prakriti and then getting identified with the Prakriti becomes Purusha. This identified consciousness is the Jiva. What I considered me, you considered you, she considered her and he considers him. And then we have also discussed that Karya Karana Kartrutve Hetuhu Prakutihi Uchyate The production of the cause and effect is Prakriti is responsible. It is the very nature of the Prakriti to have this cause and effect relationship. Anything in the Prakriti comes into existence because there is a cause for it to come into existence table is here in this room because there is someone who knew how to make this table. He also had the material to create this table. And that material which he had, we called it a material cause for this effect which we call table. 
And the carpenter who knew how to create this table, we call him the efficient cause, the knower of how to create this table. So the cause for this table is the carpenter and the material which was available to him is the cause. Material was existing as wood and carpenter out of his desire to create something out of it he created this table. So this cause and effect relationship, if I see the effect there must be a cause. And we have learned from Swamiji in logic of spirituality that effect is nothing but the cause modified. This table is nothing but the wood modified, which was a cause for this table. Without the available wood to the carpenter, this table could not have come into existence. So this table is nothing but the wood modified. Swamiji also said that if you take the cause out of the effect, the effect does not remain. So you take the wood out of this table, there is no table. So, for the relationship of this cause and effect in this world, the prakriti is responsible. Or because of the nature of the prakriti, we see this cause and effect relationship in this world. It is the very nature of prakriti. But who experiences these changes? Purusha. The conditioned consciousness is experiencing either happiness or unhappiness. It is the conditioned consciousness in the carpenter who would be either joyful that he made a good table or will be unhappy that the table didn't turn out to be what he planned to make it. So, Purusa Sukha Dukkhanam Bhoktrutve Hetuhu Uchyate So, in the experience of pleasure and pain, Purusa is the cause. If my consciousness is not identified with this body, I will not feel the pain of this body. Right now you pinch me, I will scream. Because my consciousness is feeling the pinch, not my body. Even the cause and effect are taking place on my body that you are the cause for causing me pain. The enjoyer, the sufferer is my consciousness. I am aware that you are pinching me and therefore I feel the pinch. But if you give me anesthesia, you can pinch me all you want. I will not complain because the consciousness which was identified with this body is not existing at that time as the identifier of this body. So, Purusha is the Enjoyer the sufferer and the cause and effect is taking place at the level of prakriti. And continuing this thought, now Bhagavan said, then now what is the relationship of this purusha and a prakriti? This purusha is no different than the paramatma, the great self which is all pervading all-knowing, blissful, which is not affected by what's happening in the world of Prakriti. So when that 
great self becomes a conditioned self the purusha so in this body the both exist at the same time my conditioned consciousness is the jiva exist as me and i identify this body as am nilbhat at the same time the parmatma the lord exist in this body also as his all pervading self just as we have taken the example of the room space before when i look at the room space i'm identifying with the conditioning of the room how wide the room is depending on where the walls are apart from each other how high the room is depending on how far the ceiling is from the from the floor and then i say this is a room space so room space is existing in the room is the conditioned self at the same time the same universal space which was here at this location before this building was built before this room was built is also right here it is my point of perspective either i see this is a room space or i see this as the universal space and the room is in it so bhagwan said that this parmatma is also present in this self without identifying with this body and in that case how does he relates to this body mind and intellect the next verse says upadrastam anumanta cha bharta bhukta maheshwaraha parmatma iti cha apyuktaha dehe asmin purushaha paraha the supreme purusha the brahman which is unconditioned by the prakriti in this body is also called upadrashta he is just a spectator when i am doing something which is completely out of my ignorance of myself my divine self i am performing an evil act out of my desire and my vasanas then the parmatma residing in me he is just a spectator he is not taking any part in it and he is just a spectator a murderer killing an innocent victim parmatma is also in him in that murderer as swami ji points out but is he is just a spectator at that time so his upadrashta there may be another situation where i have a sense of who i am that i am the lord's servant or at least i have identification with my divine qualities and therefore i want to do something good in this world when i'm performing a charitable act i'm compassionate to somebody then bhagwan is anumanta he is the permitter he is allowing me to perform that act 
he is enabling me to perform this good acts so he remaining in me allows me to do the good acts then there may be another level of my actions where i am more identified with my divine self and at that point all my actions he becomes the supporter the great mahatmas like swami chinmananda and others all their activities we sometimes wondered how this is happening you know i used to wonder working with swami ji that swami ji used to take impossible task at least from our perspective and we would think that this may not happen if swami ji says so but this is not going to happen swami ji one time asked us to build a marble pedestal for a shiva idol in washington and said i want to get it done by this weekend and i as an architect advised everybody that that is not going to happen because it's a weekend everybody's closed and even to get a marble sample it takes me normally a couple of weeks so where are we going to find somebody over the weekend but those who have more faith in swami they say no neil we need to try and we'll get it done and to my complete surprise we found this so person who can supply marble over the weekend we found a marble worker who can lay out the marble and cut the marble over the weekend and as swami ji has asked for the pedestal was done over the weekend now at that point a skeptic like me has to believe in miracles that this is a miracle and that miracle is only happened because the parmatma functioning through that mahatma is the bharta is the supporter so all the actions of the great mahatmas when they work in this world outside without any ego or egocentric desire just for the benefit of this world parmatma functioning through them becomes the supporter and when that great soul becomes completely identified with the supreme lord all his actions are for the enjoyment of the supreme only so he becomes bhokta everything my guru swami chinmananda did he was always joyful he always felt good about anything that is happening around him and i could now see that parmatma was functioning through him as bhokta it was the parmatma who is enjoying all that is happening around him and what is happening through swami chinmananda so the self in us conditioned by my this field of actions becomes jiva and it suffers through the conditioned and unconditioned situations but is parmatma either he is just a spectator because 
he is not taking part in any evil things that I do, or he is the permitter, letting me do the good things in life, or he becomes supporter of all my activities because I am identified with him. If I really become one with him, he will be the enjoyer of all my actions. Paramatma itiṣa apyuktaḥ dehe asmin purushaḥ parahā. This jiva is none other than Paramatma. So, it is our perspective, it is our identification, which makes us either the sufferer or the enjoyer of this world of prakriti. The next verse says. Evam Vetti Purusham Prakrutim Cha Gunehi Saha Sarvatha Vartmano Api Nasa Buyaha Abhijayate. So now we started the discussion about what is Kshetra and Kshetragna, what is Purushana Prakriti, and what are its modifications, the Gunas. And he said, now that the one who knows the Purusha and the Prakriti, when I'm completely aware of myself as the conditioned self, and if I am identified with this conditioning, I'll be the sufferer. I will be the person who will be happy or unhappy depending on the situation. But if I am the person who knows both, that this prakriti which I am working in is also the manifestation of the same Lord, and the one who is the knower of the field is also the expression of the same Lord, and then I also know all the modifications which are happening, the changing thoughts in my mind, changing attitudes about people, in my association. So all these changes which I see, I also see that is just the modification of the Prakriti. It is the very nature of the Prakriti. Then I become unattached to all of this. So the one who knows what is Purusha, what is Prakriti, and all its modification, he becomes one with the Supreme Brahman. And therefore, he does not take birth again. He is not born again. Now, this is really something very difficult for us to understand. But simply put, we only take the next position or next task because we have unfulfilled desire to achieve something. So my actions and reactions in this world creates experiences. These experiences leave impressions on my mind. These impressions are either negative or positive, pleasurable or unpleasurable. Because of my identification with the experiencer, the Purusha. And then I will, because I like something, I will try to find the same situation or a better situation next time. 
So these unfulfilled desires remaining at my mind and intellect level as tendencies creates vasanas. To fulfill these vasanas, I have to act in this world and create new situation for me. So this cycle of me experiencing this world, that experience living impression on my mind, this impression becomes my tendency and this tendency propels me to get another position, another situation to fulfill the desire is taking birth again and again is going from one place to another. We have discussed many times that people who retires, they claim that they want to retire, but as soon as they retire, they try to find, to do something which they liked. And most of the time, the guy who retires from his office as an officer from some organization or a, a government position, he becomes a consultant. To the same organization again because the unfulfilled desires to continue working in that position. So, Bhagavan says the one who has this identification with this field, he will have to continue to come back again and again. That's the nature of the jiva. So, I as the conditioned consciousness have to take birth again and again to fulfill my desire. But once I identified with the higher self, my lower self is the purusha, the knower of the field, identified with the field. My higher self is the paramatma who is unattached to the field. When I identify with that paramatma, and then know what is purusha, what is the conditioned self, know what is the conditioning, and what are the modifications of this conditioning, I never have to take birth again, because there are no vasanas left. All my desires are fulfilled because I now realize I am the all-pervading self. So Bhagavan says, Sarvatha Vartmano Api. No matter what situation he is in, he will not be born again. Once I realize that I have woke up from my dream and I am not the dreamer, no matter what the condition I was in in my dream, I will never go back to that same situation again or will try to improve that situation. Because I realize I am the waker. And dream was just projection of my mind. So, this verse ends at Nasaboyaha Abhijayate. Such a person who is aware of the Purusha, Prakriti, and all the gunas, at the same time, and seeing this as an observer of what's happening, he never have to take birth again. We'll stop right here. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukina Sarve Santu Niramayaha
ಪಶ್ಯಂತು ಮಾ ಕಚಿತ್ ದುಃಖ ಶಾಂತಿ 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 ಹರಿ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿ ಓ